grace to you and peace from God our Heavenly Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The text for this evening's message comes from the second chapter of Luke. It is the angel Gabriel's message to the shepherds. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. When we think about joy, where does our joy come from? We looked at hope last week, and, and I do have to say that this sermon is actually supposed to be the fourth in the series, not the second in the series, but somewhere over the Atlantic Ocean. My cards got shuffled around, and so this one came up, and so I planned a service for this one. Well, we can do it out of order. I know this is actually the fourth verse of O little town of Bethlehem, O holy child of Bethlehem, to send to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in, be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels, the great glad tidings tell, O come to us, abide with us, our Lord Emmanuel. Um, beautiful message. And and by the way, it is, it is what brings joy. All through history, the, the Jewish people, Israel, was waiting for that Messiah to come, that one that would deliver them. And that was going to be the, the source of joy. In, uh, in Hebrew, the word that appears most often for joy is simcha. Um, and it, it's more than just, a, oh, I'm happy for now. I mean, it is, it's a, a gladness that fills the person up. It's rejoicing uh, and having a reason to rejoice, not just put, putting a smile on. Um, there's a, a program, uh, it's an old movie that I used to watch every year, and I, watched, I still watch it most every year. It's The Little Drummer Boy. And in The Little Drummer Boy, little Aaron has lost everything. His mom and dad uh, were killed by bandits, raiders, and he is forced to wander around with his drum, which was a, his last gift from them. And he has, his only companions are uh, a donkey, a camel, and a little lamb. And he, he journeys around, but he has great joy still because he has the drum. Even though he doesn't hang around people, he hangs out in the desert. Well, a... A roving entertainer kidnaps him and puts him on exhibition because he sees the effect that that drum has upon the, the animals and he, he figures he'll make some money off of little Aaron. Well, Aaron doesn't really want to go along with it. He doesn't want to perform for people because he doesn't like people. And so the, the, the trader uh, paints a smile on Aaron's face so, so that it looks like he's happy. But all the while he's not. And at the end of his performance, he throws down the drum and he's, he storms away because he is so upset. But um, the problem is he's in a crowded town and as he's rushing away, a chariot comes along and it, it hits his, his little lamb. One of the one of his precious possessions, one of his friends, and he and this roving entertainer had met the the three wise men, 
And so Aaron goes looking for the wise man to see if they can help him with little Baba, the sheep. But they tell him he can't, they can't help. They, they don't have the power to help him with his injured and dying lamb. But they point the way to the stable. And they offer their gifts to Jesus. Um, and I know that's not really scriptural. Don't, don't hit me up with that. But it's not really scriptural. But it fits the story. And so he, he goes with his drum. And we get the song, Little Drummer Boy, out of that. And he plays the drum. And at the end of the song, little Baba comes running in. And now he has true joy because he's seen the, the Savior and that Savior has given him a great gift and has lifted him up. So he has Simcha um, because of what Jesus did for him. So the Jews had joy in many things. They rejoiced in the presence of other people. They rejoiced in their children and in wine and the harvest festival and the victory. You'd think that they, they were filled with great joy. But the problem is, if we look at the Jewish people, they were never content. They were never truly happy. They, they always had something more they wanted, something that they were dissatisfied with. And so their joy was simply painted on smile. It wasn't what Jesus called forth. Let's, let's go to the Greek word. Kara. Kara is joy in Greek. And we see it in the, uh, the wise men coming. Uh, they saw the star. This is in Matthew 2, verse 10. They saw the star and they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. That's that kara. Uh, and of course, the act of rejoicing is related to that kara. Um, so as we look at each, each of those words. You know, it, it got, the joy has to sink in. Just like hope that we talked about in the first sermon. It, it's not just something that is a distant thing that maybe kind of, sort of, somehow is going to happen. We have to understand the source of our joy is Jesus. And that because of that, we no longer have to fear or be afraid. That, that joy can fill our lives up. Um, so a, a theologian, Martin Lloyd-Jones, said in writing, uh, joy, in other words, is the response and the reaction of the soul to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. As we come to that stable, as we come to Bethlehem, as we see Jesus, we understand what true joy is. And that's the response that we have. No longer do we worry about the dirt and the filth that surrounds us. No longer do we worry about the fact that our clothes are not really clean and we smell like sheep. Because now we are in the presence of Jesus. And, it, and it's not based upon having enough. It's not based upon having all we want. It's based on having what God has given to us. And as we look at our lives, we need that joy. How many of us 
don't have problems going on. And I mean, we look at our world today, there's problems all over. And, and we could very easily say, there is nothing to be joyful about. And you know what? I'm sure those shepherds sitting on that lonely hillside so long ago could have probably said exactly the same thing. There's nothing to rejoice about. The Romans are here. They're in control. And if, if they're not in control, the, the leaders of the temple are. We make barely enough to have bread to eat. And, and nothing is good. God has forgotten us. God has left us. And I like to picture in my mind that immediately as those words are out of their mouth, that angel appears to them, the angel Gabriel, and says, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy that shall be for all people. And what is that, great, that message of great joy? For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. That's... It, it changes the shepherd's lives. No longer do they focus on how little they have, just the sheep that surround them. No longer do they focus on the Romans. Now they focus on that little stable. Now they focus on that little babe. Now they focus on not the wrappings, but the message. We hear the angel's message, the great glad tidings tell. Oh, come to us, abide with us, Emmanuel. Emmanuel. The name that Isaiah puts upon Jesus, he will be called Emmanuel, God with us. And truly, that's where joy is. Um, knowing that we're not alone. Knowing that no matter what's going on in our lives, God is already there for us, and God is always going to be there with us. And in this Christmas season, it's not about the parties. It's not about the trees. It's not about the decorations on the cards. It's about Jesus. And as we look to him and as we look at him and as, as we understand he is looking after us, we have true joy in our hearts. And we do not have to be afraid, as the angel says, because we can look to that little child of Bethlehem who is the king. Christ, the Anointed One, the Lord, Yahweh. This is God's Anointed One, who is God, very God Himself, come to rescue His people and save them and bring them back from wherever they are. Come to take whatever shortfall they have in their life and make it sufficient. Come to take the dreariness away and to shine the light of God's love on his people. And it's that joy that then powers us onward, filled with hope, and looking out in love and having peace. Our next two topics for our midweek. As we live our lives, may that true joy of Christmas come. May it not be just painted upon our hearts and our homes, but rather may that joy fill our hearts up each and every day, that we would rejoice with our Savior and never be parted from Him. And that in that knowledge of Emmanuel, God with us, we would know that we have life with Him. 
May God grant us that true Christmas joy that comes from knowing the Christ child of Bethlehem. In knowing him, may we rejoice so that others see our great joy and inquire that they might have great joy also. And may we go forth, blessed by God, to not just live with him, but to know that he lives with us. Emmanuel, God with us. In Jesus' name, amen. Now may the peace that passes all understanding keep our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus, and to life everlasting. Amen.